Yo, we're the Dandelions, and this is a verbal free write on why Tidal sells overpriced cheeseburgers, how Beats headphones fake the funk, and the unexpected virtue of compromise. Welcome to the Lions Den. Curated goodness, you need to come fuck with us, and did it as like a boutique, like this is where you go to get the good shit. Like you can go to McDonald's for a cheap meal that will fill you up. But you come to fucking Chipotle when you want something a little bit more delicious, mm. you know? So I think they just came out trying to take over the world too late. It's like, the fuck? The world's been taken, like, the, the, world's been the taken. territory's been divided. Exactly. Okay. Do you think it's too expensive, though? Oh, it's think, definitely. So, you know, well, it depends. I think it's, 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 it's what, I mean, I mean, I feel like, especially the right, I feel like, expen- I think it is expensive. Especially considering, like, Spotify is just, like... Like Spotify's, because um, Spotify also offers two different versions. Well, but Title Title has okay, like yeah. the low package, right? And yeah. I haven't looked. I I just know I think they have the nine ninety nine, but then they also yeah. have the hi fi. Yeah, yeah, I heard that, that that actually got hyped. And I think the hyped. thing the thing that I think that they should have done on top of I just want to build upon what Nia said is mm-hmm. that they should have really high like fuck the low end shit. Like you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like you got people. You have yeah. not only you have Spotify. Spotify's only true contender is Google Play because yeah. they got that shit and you can put your own music yeah. in yeah. the same library. That's yeah. nuts. It's like 50,000 songs now which is like terrible. For free yeah. too. Bet free. Like they got that. Those two, yeah. you know what I'm saying? That's the heavyweights. If you want boutique like what she said, Target the audio fillies. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You're not just doing MP3. That's like true. put wave files, put um what's that? Flack files. That's what you should be streaming. And only do that. That's true. Only put that. And on top of that, push emerging artists. And on top of that, give your artists proper royalties. Yeah. If you did that and you started small instead of trying to be, you know what I'm saying, like a tighten out the gate. Right. You got yourself and I a good that been So dope too, because Cause like before, I would say, eh, don't make something so you know, don't make that. That's a luxury people won't buy. Right. But like we've seen with like beats with the headphones, like if you put something and you get your little audience, that audience will be prepared to pay. Cause the thing about people are still yeah. paying three hundred dollars for headphones. I thought, yeah. I mean, and I have beats too, which is I didn't buy it, but yeah. still, like I, I thought people were crazy. Like, Them joints two hundred dollars. Yeah, like oh, you gonna spend that? Yeah. But they, they made so much money. Apple, you know, so. You can get that niche audience, and it's like their their rollout was just like I, I remember watching them just like, yeah. dog, what are you doing? Like, I think Beats was the decline. Like Beats, I, in my personal opinion, mm-hmm. signifies like the tone shift, the bad tone shift of Apple. Because with Apple, as much as I'm an Android user and a Microsoft mm-hmm. user, however, I just honestly can't afford to live in the Apple ecosystem. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I love Apple products. I love the design. Yeah. I, I like, I, like I admire that, that I company as an artist, like the ease of use. Like it's just, they're smart. And honestly, they're a little bit smarter than their competitors. Like they know humans better in my opinion. I'm gonna let you finish. But I think the decline of Apple is something hard to pinpoint. And I think well, no, 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 but, but let me finish. Like, the important part is the finishing of the point is that what okay. Beats represents is mar- is literally just marketing. Apple, like, they had a brand that they curated, but I, while they did have a lot of TV spots, don't get me wrong, they put a lot of money into marketing. Mm-hmm. I don't think of them as a marketing machine. I think of them as good fucking products mm-hmm. that, that are worth that luxury price point. Like a Mercedes. Is it overpriced? Maybe a little bit, but you still, like, that's, a, that's fucking hand-stitched leather. Mm-hmm. You paying for that machine, whereas I think beats everybody who knows audio. Like computer people will fight over Apple and Windows. Everyone who knows audio will tell you beats are trash. And it's like, why are you actually going to invest a billion dollars into a company that's literally just a brand and there's no substance behind it? But isn't that what Apple has always been though? Isn't that what Apple's always been in general? Like you can get like a lot of Windows. 
Like, no, but like, I think I think there's always been a like Jared was saying a. There was always an argument, a valid argument for why it had legitimacy in the marketplace. You know, like you could fight over, you know, you could get a Windows computer for like half a grand less. True. But processing power, design, intuitiveness of design, like there's a lot of arguments for why Apple is the way it is and why it's priced the way it's priced. Because cause this is what I was thought, I could be wrong. I was thought that you could always get like a Windows computer that probably ran better than an Apple computer would. You probably had like a lot of like... Apple was like even with like the video like I just feel like they were almost a hype beast dream like Apple's always cool where like it could get all these little cool gadgets and put them in and even though they weren't necessarily the best you can get the best at Windows they were just able to get all of them into an Apple computer yeah it's a you could experience exactly turn on and so Apple, like immediately and then it, well you can turn on it that's Apple what I, that's what I always it. thought you know like I always had like Windows real like computer geeks. Without I'd be like, oh, blah, 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 Apple, like, and they'll be like, eh, no, Apple is this. Well, it's like, you can get it with Windows. You can, you can get, get like, it with Windows. You That's could. like saying, like, I started using Apple products before the hype because I'm a real hype beast. <laughs> right? <laughs> but um, the fact that I could have got Windows and got Windows Movie Maker, I'm like, gross the fuck. Or, you know, I'd had to spend a few more hundred dollars on a decent program slash the same price point gives me iMovie. You know what I mean? But it gives you more processing power. Right. I think it's like it's like the it's the Mercedes Hyundai argument. I don't know if y'all have seen the Hyundai Genesis. If you have sat in one, like when you're inside, you're in a nice fucking car. Like you know what I'm saying? Like now the difference is that Mercedes Mercedes knows luxury. Like Hyundai knows how to make a fucking car well for a cheap price. But Mercedes knows, like, when you sit in it, it's a different feel. Like, it, the Mercedes feels like, you know what I'm saying, a, an organic. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, the, the Mercedes, you just sit in it, you're like, yeah. Like, you don't even have to look at the logo. You know what I'm saying? You don't even have to know it's a Mercedes. Like, this, yeah. Like, I'm, I'm here. Like, I'm sitting in a quality machine. Whereas, like, a Hyundai is like, oh, yeah, this is nice. Like, I have all the same features as the Mercedes, but it doesn't drive the same. And as much as, like I said, I will never pay for an Apple because I think they're overpriced. However, they have some great people on that fucking staff, and they know how to make a fucking machine that is geared towards the people. Like, when you're creative, you don't want to have to deal with how to install a program. I mean, John Ives is a god, right? Hmm. Mm. Yeah, he's cool. I like his yeah. story. He a, he's a I like his guy. come up. You know what I'm saying? He's, he's a demi-god. Like, working his dad's, like, studio. Y'all are tripping if you guys are For those listening, do you want to... John Ives, okay, so history, quick history of Apple, right? Developed by Steve Wozniak and Steve Jobs in the late 70s. Shout out to the Woz, because he's pretty. Well, he was for one computer, right? So shout out to Woz, yes. Um, (laughs) But yeah, so Steve Jobs, Steve Wozniak developed it. Basically, Steve Jobs was the biggest asshole in America, got pushed out of the company by the mid-80s, did this whole thing with Next, pimped out Pixar, shout out (laughs) to all of that. And when he came back, when they asked him to come back to revamp the company because it had come on really fucking hard times in the late 90s. We need you, coach. Come and Basically, coach. <laughs> he um, was walking around and he found John Ives chilling in the design department. At that time, he was a very mid-level designer who had this idea of putting weird, clear colors onto desktop computers that Steve Smooth really got. Right. And what happened is Steve started working with John Ives on making the design of apples just so fucking beautiful and ridiculous and forcing engineers who had told John previously he couldn't design like how he wanted to design because uh, literally the parts for the computer didn't come in the way that John needed them to fucking do their jobs and make the parts better. 
um, and John Ives is solely responsible for the modern day look of the Apple computer and all of the Apple products. Yeah, he started with the iP- the iPod, iPod, right? He was on the design. He was on the iPod. iPod. He was on. Remember in the late nineties, all those like clear color, different color Johns, oh. like Zoolander. It's in the computer. Like that's John Ives. So he's awesome, and a company that committed to design, especially to me as an artist, I think deserves endless yeah. props. You know, I mean, Apple, I guess is has has at least managed to brand itself as like an artist, you know, like company type thing, right? Um, an artist, like an artist, you know. I like tech company, um, and so I think it's like as artists, we naturally think it's sleeker, we naturally think it's more innovative and stuff like that. But I don't, I still don't, you know, buy the genuine argument that like Apple products are better. But but so so so, so going back to the whole the John guy and how the design and how dope the design is, and going back to the original argument, then it'll make perfect sense why Beats would. Be a part Word. of Apple, right? right. Because that's what because that's what Beats is all about too. It's all it's about the, the design. Yeah. yeah, it's all about the aesthetic. So I guess it makes sense because Beats fits that whole um, brand. But I mean, that's what's made them sell so well too. I mean, yeah. even walking on campus at Maryland, like see all the football players with the big ass Beats headphones. Yeah. Like everyone else is gonna think like, oh, I gotta get that. You see all these yeah. athletes wearing them. Oh, well, I want to be like them, so yeah. I have to have what they have. It's the same. I mean, and I think their marketing is just ridiculous. I think Beats were great actually when I heard them. I've never heard. No, they they have them. they have an EQ that is set, like the music that you probably listen to. They have EQs that are optimized to make them sound the way you want them to sound. It's different from them being good. Good yeah. means true register of audio. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, when an engineer mixes it, well, when the artist creates it first. But primarily when the engineer mixes it, what goes out is what's supposed to, in theory, come in. Mm-hmm. But, like, what Beats does, like, you know what I'm saying? If, we, if you put on your car or whatever, like, the hip-hop slash the pop preset, it kicks the treble up, it kicks the bass up. Be- yeah. Beats kind of kicks the treble up and then really kicks the bass yeah, that's up. that's what I was about to say. It size the bass, which will help me, which... I would love just because I guess most of the music I listen. But when you're when you're a producer and you're mixing, there's no reason that they should put studio headphones on the label when they're trying to sell them. Like they do, and the thing is, that's the one I have. The one I have is studio headphones, and I can't use it. Like when I'm recording, I can't use them. Like I can't use them to when I'm recording. Studio headphones are supposed to be flat. Yeah, I can't can't use mine because it's just like it doesn't. It it sounds totally different. So I'd rather listen to the finished product on it, but when you're, I'm creating, I can't. Well, okay, let's let's kind of like take this, as we do, take this argument meta or this conversation yeah. meta. And it's like, at the end of the day, Apple's a lifestyle brand, as is Beats, right? Like mm-hmm. you have, you know, that logo that's staring at me on that Mac in front of me says something in some way about Kita, you know? Or it says something about Nandy or whatever. I think it and, used to. But I well, I think it still does. I think it, it shows that you're still at least like partially affiliated to some type of I would argue that have not having a stare back at you says more about the person because mm. it, well then but there you go cool. but like but there's no other logo that is the antithesis of that you know what I mean like yeah. even Android you have to flip the phone around first you can't just look at it I mean you can tell it's an Android but it's not like there's no brand identity of Android, there's, really. There's it's so the many an- different types of Androids. Mm-hmm. Right. There's only one Apple. So it's, it's the fact that, literally the fact that you said the non-Apple says about you, like the fact that Apple is the comparison, I think that's... Well, that's... I don't... Okay. 
that's like in The Giver when he started seeing color and being like, oh, but everybody else is the Apple people. Well, yeah, they are. You know what I mean? Because I think it's at a point where... But that's the brand that matters. Be, it is the brand that matters, but it's like... This is I'm as a non-Apple fan, or not a non-Apple fan, but non-Apple user. I'm saying that like the brand that I don't use is the actual brand that yeah, matters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So right now, it is the brand that matters. I get that. But I think the more defining thing is to be the non, you know? Okay, so well, if you then have it, go. it's just like cool, but it's like it's being the non that actually matters now. So then, I mean, that actually even works on like the evolution of, I guess, the argument that I'm trying to go for as an artist, right? Because artists are in, artists are like have to know business and like are in and of themselves brands. Should. Is it should, should know business. business, right? Is it important? How important is reach? Because like what Beats and what Apple have is reach, period. You know, like whether they're the best, you know, that's, they're not the best, I guess, per se, oh. like at, I, except for Apple and design in that lane, but like as computing power or as like sound, they're not the best. But who is the best? Like Audio Technica is not necessarily the best. Neither is Sennheiser, neither is whatever that random AKG. There's some. Yeah, there. right. Exactly. Whatever that Brooklyn one is. Like they're all fighting to be the best. But Apple is the best at the one thing that they do is branding. And Beats is the best at the one thing that they do is branding. So how important as an artist is it to actually be the mechanical best? Versus oh, being like the one with the brand. Nah, equity. it's, it's all about it's all about brand. Especially yeah, as an artist, I feel like brand is everything. But then, like, but then, is that is that compromising your art? Like, is that compromising? I think it can. The, I think it can to a certain. I think it can. I mean, it can. But like, I, I feel like you can still be put, compromise your art. But I think yeah, branding I think, in itself is also an art. So. I think yeah. art is a compromise. Yeah. In the sense that, like, well, I think good digestible art is going to be some degree of compromise which kind of goes into branding and kind of goes into you know creative proliferation right mm-hmm. so like um it's kind of like when you know what you want and you know what you're interested in and you know what you do well um you can't throw that all out you know because at the end of the day half these people don't have like the paradigms don't have the ability to even tell that that's tight you know what i'm saying ask any random person on the street like what's the best headphones you know what i'm saying they don't care what's the best ones right. they care whichever one they can pl- grab right now and plug it into their phone and it's gonna it's gonna do what they expect it does so i think when you have to when you're an artist especially when i'm catering kind of like feature sets to at like um at like a spoken word events or something like that i'm not gonna come with all five of my poems that I just think are my most best or uh, most amazingly impeccably written poems, right? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna come with one thing I'm gonna try to get across in this set. This set, I'm in my feelings today because, you know what I'm saying, I try to text this girl and she ain't text me back. So I'm just <laughs> gonna come and lead with a funny poem, kind of get the audience with me, maybe hit some heavier, harder love poems, maybe lead with something chill, you know? Just so right. that people can have this one, this one story arc, this one arc of emotion, and they can digest it easier. So it's, I have to compromise all of my other work, all the other things I'm interested in at this moment for the mm, sense of, uh, I guess, like, specialization. And I hate the word. I hate to specialize. You know me. That's not my yeah. character to say I do one thing. But the, the more and more I realize, like, you can't give everyone all of you immediately um, because people don't even know how to eat that, you know? People don't even know how to, like, take that. That's actually funny because that... It, and it it's basically like interesting to see like what Apple is and what Apple used to be because that completely contradicts what Steve Jobs went into Apple doing because his initial idea was people don't know what they want yet so when he decided hey we're gonna come up with a software where we're gonna have icons on the desktop everybody was like yo what the fuck is that (laughs) why you need icons what (laughs) What? exactly he was just like don't worry about it 
I got it. Like, we're just gonna do this and we're gonna keep pushing it and people are gonna fuck with it eventually. And so now when it's just like, now we kind of have to like compromise everything and scale it down so what people can understand. It's just kind of funny and you kind of see how But I think Jobs at the end, in the beginning was getting at that. He was getting at, I'm going to lead the people, you know what I'm saying? And I think that, I think what makes Steve Jobs dope and what makes Kanye West dope is they always tell people what's good music in the sense of instead of giving people what's good. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Kanye will, will dictate with, you know, 808s and heart, he will throw 808s and heartbreaks, you know, out yeah. into the ether. People will be like, what, what the fuck huh? is this? How? And you have to learn to like him. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, listening, trying to like him will alter how your music takes, Even we just saying? saw the Yeezus effect, whereas, like, Yeezus came out, Look and like it was music. like, what His the stuff hell? does things to music, just like... Just like but doesn't that com- combat what you were saying about giving some be- people something that's easily digestible, that yeah. one story? Mm-hmm. Well, it's maybe, maybe the word easy is the thing that's difficult. I, I don't think it's necessarily easily digestible, but but it's able to be digested. It's it's pure in the sense of like you can grab that and you can get the thesis statement from it. You but know, you can't it get you it, can't get that with Jesus. You can't. I think you definitely can. I think you definitely can get that from Jesus. You're you're telling me you you can't be able to like the rage, feel that. Like it's it's, it's, it's such a a few. Like that's what that's what that's what Jesus was, and you get when you when you listen to it, you have. Whatever that intro was. When you yeah. listen to it now, but you think like, the first that's why you time... That- the first time I listened to it, I was like, oh, it's protest music. I got it. Yeah, I just thought it was a song that doesn't give a fuck. That's what right. I thought. Like, you didn't even take the time to even put an art... To, to have an artwork. Like, this right. was someone that was just giving you a big fuck That's very wrong. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 and I feel like he sold it even with shows going on rants against Nike and going on rants at everyone. Like, that was just him selling it. Um... So, Great PR. Yeah. Damn, so... You don't, like, have to have a good business. You just have to have, like, a good business. You have to know what you want out of the people. And so that's what I like about Kanye, too. You out of people. Because when he creates his albums, like, you know, you can you can almost listen to each Kanye album. And, like, you can it, it puts you in a specific era. Yeah. Especially even with the way he dressed, like... You know what I'm saying? Like, when he had, like, the graduation with the glasses and, like, with the... Um, what it, with the... Whatever, like, the little... Futuristic look that he had at that time. Damn, or, he's the perfect 360. Yeah, like he just—I don't know. I just feel like with each album, there's a different era, and like he sells it. So when he's doing um, "My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy," yeah, like he sold it. Like with the whole I, when I think of "My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy," I think of the power video. Yeah, the whole idea of power. Yeah. I just—that's what. Wait, no, that what, was that was graduation. Damn, no, no power. No, that's no, power. No, that's no, power. That was, yeah, that was, yeah, right, and then that's real. That's what I think. And then Yeezus comes, like, what you were saying about the I don't give a fuck, or even mm-hmm. the protest, like, Kanye has started this, even with his fashion, like, this kind of almost normcore, not normcore, like, mom jeans normcore, but, like, he's wearing a hoodie, he's wearing yeah. some pants, and he's wearing some, like, military combat boots, and that's, that's it, like, he's mm-hmm. starting the line with Gap, right? Is he working with Gap? Yep. Or something, and then he's just doing, like, everyday things that people can digest, which... I mean, it's not it's not the exact same message that Yeezus, mm-hmm. but it's kind of a much more like. Pause. He's starting a line with Gap. I didn't know. He's a creative director. Yeah, he is right. I mean, I'm, which is I, so yeah. funny. Cause I am I not? I'm not imagining Gap. that, right? That's true, right? I don't know, yeah. but he used to work that. at Gap, and I'm weak at that. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty talking sure. about Gap because he used to work there. High school. <laughs> he definitely. But I had it's either Gap or Adidas. I know that he's no, doing he a line for people that are like. He's doing a line for Adidas. He wants to do Gap. He's doing something. Okay. Okay. That's what I never heard Gap. Um, but yeah. I feel like he's been but talking I feel like, about it though yeah. I mean I, and maybe I don't 
maybe I've, I've kind of gotten lost as to what started this whole idea, but speaking to artists, I do feel like artists do have to compromise and focus on something. Like, you could be, and that's where you get, like, a certain artist that might be the most lyrical person. Yeah. But, you know... I don't know if I would call it compromise as much as it is committing to communicating an idea effectively. Do you know what but, I mean? What I, I mean by what like I mean by compromise, compromise, but that's yeah. inherently But what I mean by compromise, what I mean by well, maybe it's not compromise, and maybe you guys can find a better word. Like I feel like you know, like I don't know, I don't want to use words like Nelly. I remember Nelly would come out, and Nelly could be, Nelly could be this lyrical guy that can give you a certain level of underground lyricism in a certain way, but like in order to get his idea out or to be this big person. He had to be able to do mm-hmm. the country grammar. Yeah. And you know what I'm saying? I do the, eh, nah, me now. And he had yeah. to like kind of do that sing-song rappy thingy. Because that was the only way that he, that was the way he could sell the whole country grammar, the whole third, the whole, you know, And it's also thing. like how he, you know, gained the following. Everyone originally thought Ali was going to be the one who blew up. If you ask anyone in St. Louis at the time, they're like, no one had eyes for Ellie. For Nelly, like, Ali was the one in the St. Louis chicks everyone was expecting to really grow up. But mm-hmm. Ali had a flow that was, one, also not specific to St. Louis, but two, it was it was so monotonous within the spectrum mm-hmm. of rap at the time that Nelly came through with sing-song rap, and it was just like, was what the fuck is that? Let's go yeah. listen to that a little bit more. Novelty. Exactly. So, the, but that, but, but the, so could we call that compromise? I think I think it's interesting why we at a, at this present point don't like the word compromise. I think there's a dominant. I love the word compromise, but I, I hate, hate the word compromise. I know. I, I mean, want to dominant, do what I want a to do. Rhetoric in post-capitalistic society that says we're we're well, allowed to get okay, everything sir. we want. You okay. know what I'm saying? That's saying that we we should be able to say I want this and I get this and I get this and I get this and it's okay. I think we. I think. I guess us as a whole, not speaking in the people the people in this room, but I think. America at this current time does not want to say I have to compromise, but there's a certain beauty in compromising. It's kind of like shedding the shedding excess. It's kind of like purifying of self. It's not necessarily saying I don't want to do this or I can't do this, um, but it's saying that like what do right I really now, need? What do I really want? Because a lot of times people think freedom is being able to get anything we want. You know what I'm saying? It's it's complete autonomy. Freedom is getting what you want. You know what I'm saying? Not everything. Not everything. It's getting what you want. It's getting one specific thing. It's for the ability to get what you want, not getting what you want. Freedom is being able to get that or having the capacity Mm. to do so. So it's not necessarily like or what you actually need. What about like because you know in what perceived at least with our Western skew, right? Perceived non-freedom or whatever the word is for that. You is the ability like someone is deciding what they think you need. But it's not actually what you need. Mm-hmm. Whereas you can acquire what it is, like whether it be fulfillment, whether it be fucking food, and whether it be opportunity for the education that you were fed, like to get that, those things that like naturally, you know, that capitalism is supposed to decide what naturally is supposed to rise to the top, what you need. I just think the people, the artists who communicate themselves effectively, even in any genre, in any discipline, are the ones who are trying to get something, you know what I'm saying? Not getting somewhere or like, I'm trying to be there, I'm trying to be on. It's saying like, okay, I would like to, to eat off of this every week, you know what I'm saying? I would like to be able to do this. Like they have like a concrete goal. It's not limiting in a sense, but it's a checkpoint. We have to like actually, you know, have mm-hmm. things we can point to and we want because we can't go anywhere if we're just going everywhere, you know? So what do you want? 
I don't know what I want. And I think that's a, I think that's a very dominant problem right now in my artistry because mm-hmm. I'm having all these opportunities okay. lately, but I don't know what which one I can say I'd be content with doing every day. I wouldn't know if I if I can just write editorials and interviews for thank you not for not snitching every day. I don't know if I can scream right for when that decision becomes that path decision, you know, Kosi, when I was not to like some back and forth, when I was fifteen miles, no, when I was a sophomore in college, I, I had a similar issue. You know what I mean? Like I had a blog, I had a clothing line, I had a collective. I wanted to rap. It was all these different things that <laughs> was just like fuck and like yeah, culminated, right? Culminated, well. <laughs> <laughs> culminated in like Nia dropping out, Nia being really stressed out, and Nia missing out on opportunities. Like I was supposed to be working at Diddy's marketing firm. I'm like, nope, can't. Had a complex internship. I was like, oh, it's too much. It's too much. And it was because literally I didn't know what made sense for me, and I was clamoring for things. Not clamoring as much as like exploring and trying to figure out. What made me so happy that I could compromise, perhaps? You don't have things. priorities. Well, it's, Maybe that's it's, what it was. Well, like. it's like, I didn't want to compromise. You know what I mean? I'm like, there's so much I want to do while focusing on one thing. <laughs> right, but like, that's, that's people, I, I think... I guess that's prioritizing, for sure. Because like, if you, if you prioritize everything, in reality, you prioritize nothing. Because like, everything is kind of at a same or similar level. Right. Right? Right. It's, or, you know, I prioritize freedom over everything. And I didn't want to have to. I didn't want to have to give up freedom to go do whatever the fuck. You're I You're kind of like reveling in the crossroads. It's like a thing where, like, when when you when you don't know what you want to do, you could do anything. You could be anything. But I say that, that I, I did that whole stream of conversation to be like, I think it's important because, and I think until you expl- there's people, and I hope I think Kosi is has a kinship in this sense. It's like until I know what everything kind of tastes and feels like, I don't want to do one thing because I'm always going to be wondering damn that could have been cool as shit what was that like you know um and when you figure it out it's beautiful it's like fuck yeah I can stop rapping for a second and do art because that's what I feel like I want to do but I think it's important to get to that point and I think the rappers or artists who communicate the best are people who took a minute Kosi always talks about how Chance was a slam artist a slam poet you know (laughs) and he had to experience that to be like you know rap was kind of fucking tight so let's go do that and you know Kanye went to school for visual art and I think he had to paint and he talks about this a lot in his early interviews he's like I had to paint to realize that I wanted to paint with sounds I was like all right, Mm -hmm. bet and I think that's an important part of artistry because I think I think there's people like we were talking about earlier, Kevin, who loved engineering, but even him, he, he had to go through his rap producer phase to figure out, yo, engineering is where it's at for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think a lot of artists do the same thing, especially in this millennial generation where the tools are so readily available. Mm-hmm. You can learn graphic design in a day. You know what I mean? The basis of it. Right. You can learn how to create something that looks like a graphic designer. No, there's a I think that's a difference. You can learn how to learn things. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can't even learn... Or you can learn how to walk way. the path. Like, the doors... You know, the the knobs have been unlocked. Exactly. Right. And, like, the hinges have been oiled. There, right. It's just a matter of having the... Because you can't learn how to how to do design in a day. Like, I think right. anyone who's actually a designer, regardless of how they were schooled, they would be like, no. Or who anyone who's actually a student but would be like, But the perception no. is that you exactly. can. Right. Exactly. You look at a Linda course, and Damn, like, that's the ten hours in this course. I could do that. I could knock that out in a day. You know what I mean? Is that the... Not... I don't even want to say, like, the... The crux? 
is that just like kind of what defines our, one of the things that defines our generation is that so many people are just not mastering things because they see all these opportunities I and it's like, like damn I can go down there I can go down there I can go down there I think we're creating a different a, a weird kind of network of mastery because now in the sense it's not necessarily linear in the sense of like I, I hit this checkpoint and then I and, and then I digivolve and then I digivolve it's more of like I hit this yeah. checkpoint but then I transform into that and then I transformed into that and yeah. now I'm synthesizing all those things I transformed into into like its own thing you know, you know now would be I think we we can truly say we have unique skill sets now you know like because there's someone who's not who's a spoken word artist and uh and a like you know screenwriter and you know a tap dancer and now we have like a graphic artist who's now a rapper who's now like you know what I'm saying like there's so many you you have like these weird superpower brand mixes, you right. know, um, in the sense of before you was just an accounting assistant, <laughs> you became an accountant, yeah, and you became yeah. the urban yeah, charge of a yeah. firm. It was so like, okay, I'm yeah. a rapper underground, then I become a rapper, you know, a little, I get a little bit of clout, and then oh, I become a real rapper, like, and then I become so, a radio rap. Oh, yeah, yeah, true. I true. love when the universe like presents things circularly. So this weekend, I was at a retreat because I'm doing this advanced leadership program for high schoolers. It's really cool. And we basically sat down as six staffers and be like, okay, we have 20 kids for six days. What the fuck do we want them to learn? And I was talking about my dropout thing. There's people there who are teachers. There's people there who are engineers. There's another one who recently graduated and doesn't know what the fuck he wants to do, but he's a Zen master. (laughs) So we were like, man, we're different. Kids are different. But when you're in high school, you believe that you're going to turn in that little common app. You know what I mean? You're gonna pay that oh $54. You're gonna go to that school, you're gonna choose your major, and in four years you're gonna emerge an adult like to fucking have a job. And like, a, like a butterfly emerging from a cocoon. And we're like, none of neither all six of us is like, it didn't fucking happen like we thought it was, dog. They sold us the dream, dog. I was like, wait, we should let these little kids know now that it's not gonna fucking happen like that, dog. And I think, I mean, we're the first generation projected to make less than our parents, right? And we have to look at shit and work and fulfillment and... But did you know we are, so there was another study released, and I have to find it or else I'm just talking Please. shit, but it's it's not antithetical. It's it like compared the fucking quality of life or the happiness scales mm. that like Denmark's on top and all that and like compared it to our generation and like what we where our ambitions lie and was like what we want to do particularly like with government That's and the policy cool. that we want to see implemented yeah, yeah. and that like our quality of life and our happiness scale will be higher than our parents That's which I thought that was really I'm cool I think that. we were forced see, to make some compromises research to see that yeah well no I don't but it's, it's cool it's cool to but think yeah, it yeah, and then yeah, to be yeah, like yeah, yeah. Check. That's true. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Or like check somebody with a degree. I'm here for that, dude. Here I like that. that there's even being research done about that. Yeah. yeah. People are just like, no, you get a job in school, that's it. Right. But for people to even think that that's something worthwhile focusing on. Because it's just funny talking to our parents. You know, who my dad looks at me and, you know, him and my mom had like, they knew what they were going to do when they left school. My mom, my dad more so. He had an offer. You know what I mean? Like. Weeks before, months before school ended. I'm like, that's nice. That doesn't work like that anymore. How long did you know you want to be a rapper? Like, you wanted to, like, full-time, yeah, I want to be question. a capital R rapper. Um, I, I mean, it's funny, because, like, I'm having this conversation with other people, and they're asking, like, oh, did you have, like, a whole bunch of different things you wanted to do? For as long as I can remember, I always wanted to be a rapper. Yeah? That's yeah, like, when I was, I, and so it's like, so, like, I know a lot of people now... 
what as type I grew of rock up. Were you wanted to be and exactly, that's a different story. Because mm-hmm. like, and I feel like we're coming to America. My first project, like, I feel like with that song, with that project, I don't listen to it anymore. By the way, but I feel like you can just <laughs> grab, <laughs> because I mean, everyone else, I'm sure they do, but I, you know, me personally, because I, I can tell that I'm insecure. I can tell that I'm not the finished. Right. article at the time mm. and like when I go back and listen to it I, personally I'm looking at it from my lens I feel like I was just a guy who because like as much as I want to be a rapper I also love different genres of music like I love you know rock I love like I listen to everything and I love to sing and do things and I feel like coming to America was me trying to combine all those things but like I didn't do it effectively it wasn't you know I didn't do it effectively and it's just like and maybe that's where the compromise is. It's like you know, I want to be a singer. Like I, I want to, I want to be on a sing. I want to be able to rap. Like I was like, there was some times when like I had like the acoustic because like I love acoustic records. So I was like, you know what? I have to have an acoustic record with you know Funcha there, or I have to have just like a straight boom bap record there, or I have to have a straight this record there, straight that record there. It's just like you can't. You no, know, I just couldn't do that. So what I did was I recorded Green Card and I took out like the two songs or the three songs that I felt like people really responded to. And I feel like one of the songs we responded to was Green was um Ghana Must Go, which mm. people really loved. Right, right, right. Uh, people really loved Ghana Must Go, and they also you know they also loved the way you are a little bit. And so I just took out that. I was like, and those and and, and it was funny because those are also the songs that I felt the most comfortable at, the most me at. And, and so what I did was was like, okay, I'm going to tell those stories, but I'm not going to take all these. I'm going to find a way to like. I don't know if it's compromise or focus, but like take all these focus different things. Focus is a good word. Maybe focus. focus. It's, like, it's just like to take. And I'm, I guess you could look at it like a doctor. I like priority. You go into. I think you could look at like. <laughs> I feel like you could maybe maybe we can uh, maybe you could look at like a doctor. Like a doctor comes in, you go through everything. You could be mm-hmm. a general doctor, or you could special you know specialize in being a, a surgeon or something. Like that. So maybe I surgeon, can yeah, I can look yeah. maybe I can use that. So it's like True. I could do all these things. Like you know I can do it, and that's why I brought up Nelly. Cause like, I remember Nelly was talking about how like they were saying, "Oh, oh, he doesn't sing song rap. I can't rap this way." And he was like, "No, but I can rap this way." And sometimes, just like me, like I can do double time, because I don't choose to do double time all the time. Does not necessarily mean that I can't do double time or I can't do certain different flows. But at the same time, I have to pick what is mostly me or what is mostly where I fit in. And I feel mm-hmm. like just try to combine singing. I didn't want to be this super singy because I would do the way you are songs, and I just didn't feel like I remember doing the way you are songs and. Going on, you know, shows and just doing the way you are songs. So I'm singing "Pretty Girl." And it's like people just. I'm, 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 I, and to this day, like I would talk to Zay all the time. I'm like, yeah, I just didn't like. I really didn't like that. That that wasn't me. Like if I was going to be, if anyone saw me, and a lot of people just saw me as the way you are. And then when I started doing Six Sense, they were like, "Wow, I didn't know you could spit," and I didn't like that because I was just like, I wasn't giving everyone me. You know, I just didn't feel like I was giving everyone me. Like everyone was thinking I was this, oh, this singer song rapper guy. It's yeah, like, yeah, no, yeah. you got to give me some respect as a rapper. And I think like, you know, after coming to America I was, with Green Card, I was trying to prove that I was this spitter. And I think eventually I just said, you know what? I don't want to prove that I'm a spitter. I don't want to prove I'm a singer. I just want to be me. And so I just kind of took this step back and combined it. And I think Green Card, I did it. I think I can still, I think I can still be more specific. But I think Green Card was a good start where, like, you know, I can look at Green Card, but it's five years from now, it can be like, you know what, this is a good representation of me. But I'm still focusing on making it more specific. That almost, that reminds me of, like, well, not reminds me, but that seems to be an interesting dilemma, maybe unique-ish to our generation, maybe not, but of, like, 
coming into a song or coming into an artist with like a single or like through one song. So like for example, OG Mako, right? Bitch, you guessed it. You would not know that this man is good. Like you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. he's he's good and he has he talent. Like press run being like I fucking hate yeah he is you. right exactly because the literally what there's a drunken rant and then he's he recorded like, the video no. after Trelectro like, yeah. drunk. Is that garbage that is just gonna rock. Like no 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 no, yeah. no. it's okay. Right. <laughs> yeah, and my friend hit me because when I think of him, I think of that song and he was like, "Yo, if you listen no. to his actual part, it's completely instead right." To everything he yeah. <laughs> and it's funny because his manager is my homeboy and he's just like struggling you know what I mean they're like running through the country trying to do all these in stores being like we do bitch you guys to last because that's where everybody comes you know yeah. what I mean and right. it's like damn like it fucking sucks or they even his branding because that's I think bitch you guessed it is actually a completely different demographic than not completely different mm-hmm. it is a largely separate demographic than what he actually wants to be in like you know he's just part of like new Italians is what I like to think of them like this weird ass fucking cats coming out of Atlanta a bitch you guess it sounds like just like another kind of you know disrespectfully ignorant but turned up and so kind like, of trap ish yeah. lane kind of and right? that's why he signed with quality control in my opinion <laughs> because that, I mean that's that lane that's-